You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Always good to be around goers. God's sake. Goers. Surround yourself with goers. It is an old saying. Are we are we going right now? Well, there you go. What a way to start. Surround yourself with goers and you too shall go. An old Hello Sports. It's an old Hello proverb. Sport adage. It's a proverb. Old as time itself. Dribbler's proverb. Um, Dribbler's proverbs is a fucking... That's something we can that's do. Something. We can do something with dribbler proverbs. <laughs> you leave that as just fucking. You leave that on the P's and D's page, and I'm sure that they will provide all, <laughs> all proverbs. Send in your proverbs. Send in your dribblers proverbs. That's ours. Surround just kick yourself off. with goers, and, and you, you too, too shall, shall go. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, um, welcome back to the the potty punters and dribblers Thursday morning. The day after Origin 1, 2022, New South Wales lost. Look, we know Thursday pod's usually a bit more about, like, fucking mould and fungi and trees and, you know, fucking Dave's communist beliefs. (laughs) But, I mean, it's hard to gloss over or to just completely ignore... What was a boil over? Mate, we're not here to gloss over anything. Mm. I'm not here to gloss. No point in glossing. Waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of goddamn time. Last night was disappointing. It's as simple as that. Didn't go the way we wanted it to. And it felt... It just... There was a feeling in the air last night. It felt a bit like... Dark years. Yeah, like, I think it was... I mean, when Jackie Boy White went over, I was fucking up and about. I... It was a great game, first and foremost. Let's just tip the cap to Origin as an entity, as a being. It was a great fucking game. But... Queensland... Ooh, you got a bit of an ice long black there, buddy. Ice latte. Ice latte? Yeah, I go ice lattes every now and then. So there's, like, milk in it and shit? Oh, that's bold as fuck, I love dude. them. Wow. Maybe we're not talking Origin today. Ice lattes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ice lattes, punters and dribblers. If you just need a bit of like... Doesn't it make coolness. the milk kind of watery? No. Nah. No. Nah. Interesting. It tastes the same except as there's, there's ice in there. Because, you know, like sometimes the warmth, you're like, I'm not about it, dude. I oh, yeah, well, coolness. that's... Ice long black, dude. That's my... But I, I'm shocked that you went for it today. You mustn't feel great. I feel okay. I mm. feel okay. Look, I had a couple last night in celebration of Origin as an entity. Uh, I was planning on tipping the cap to the Blues after a fucking famous Game 1 victory. That's not what happened. No. But so I come in here to this today, Tom, with my tail between my legs, drinking ice latte. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the long and the short of it. And bro. in the context of the weekend we just had, it's it's absolutely bonkers that you fucking... Like, I, I, went, I drove home and I... Went to bed at a reasonable hour. I didn't even watch the post game. Now, would I have watched the post game had we won? Maybe I don't know. But the, I'm just there was just no way that I could. Game started well. Ultimately, if some if I had to just like sum it up in a sentence, Queensland played good. New South Wales played shit. 
When it comes, if you want to sum it up, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's what it was. We were disjointed for for a Our large portion of that game. Was fucking disgusting. Dude. It was awful. Dude. It was disgusting. I also wanted to throw in not why we lost, not why we lost, not why we lost, but Ashley Klein cannot referee. He cannot referee. He fucked both sides in the ass. And I was like, well, is he the a- game's best if he's doing? That's origin? what I mean, dude. He's not the game's best, and Queenslanders alike should be like, fuck that guy. As a referee, don't have him referee. Just there was a forward off. pass to Val, like we called a forward pass to Val Holmes, quick hands. It looked pretty fucking fine to me, dude. And then the one where Tupo to Tedesco on halftime, I was like, what the there fuck is there going wasn't on? much in that, but I, I feel like it might have. Been. I just think that motherfucker injects himself into the game far too often for Origin. Now, not too many penalty penalties, and it was a good game. I just can't get my head around Ashley Klein. Yeah, but he would have been sacked if he if he got the if he put the whistle out. You know what I mean? You got to just put the whistle away. That's what I'm I want. I want a three-two-two-one penalty count, yep. and that's it. And fucking move on. Now, Forward passes, unless they're blatant as shit, leave them alone. Let In it fact, go. leave everything alone. A couple of shepherds, care, eh? Just get on with it. Let yeah, exactly. Just let let everything just go. Just let everything go. Just let everything go. Like that second try that we scored in mm. the second half. Now listen, I mean, if he'd if he'd let everything go, we would have won. If Bill Harrigan is refereeing, Tom, we yeah, win. We win. Because that. he was the master at letting things go, letting the football speak for itself, yep. letting the steed and sing, as yeah. it were. Ashley Klein does it, not like singing Steedens. Dude, I, Ashley Klein ripped the voice box out of the Steedens. That's what he does. He mutilates the voice boxes of Steedens the, the country over. Yep. Nay, the world, mm. Tom. Yep. And I'm sick to fucking death of it. Let the Steedens sing. It's its its moment. There's yep. 80,000 fans there. All to see the Steedens sing, right? Mm-hmm. It's warmed itself up. It's mm-hmm. ready to fucking go a cappella. Oh, it's done its vocal exercises. Me, 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 oh, me, 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 me. And goes out there, ready to put on the performance of its life. Mm. And Ashley Klein rips the voice box out of it. Yep. Again, not Ashley Klein's fault. No, I'm just saying that he he, he ruined you know an opportunity for the big stage for this stage. Would you rip Bocelli's voice box out before yeah. he's about no, to sing it at the fucking? Basically, just cut out the throat of Andrea Bocelli. Is Would you essentially, do that? Well, that's essentially what Ashley Klein just did and does every single week. But why are we more outraged, punters and dribblers? Why aren't we more outraged? The Italians would be fucking beside themselves. Uh, if you were to fucking knife Andrea Bocelli in the throat and cut out his voice box. And yet here we are talking about the people's sport, the game of the people rugby league, and the Steen, which is basically the game itself. The Bocelli its, of Australia. It's Bocelli of Australia having its fucking voice box ripped out and no one's saying a goddamn thing. Nah, I bet you don't see one lick of it in the papers. But you'll see it here. I can guarantee you that. Now, as I said, Queensland good, New South Wales shit. When it comes to, like, our manly, you know, we'll, we'll never... We'll always try to find the ultimate positives in a manly performance. When it comes to state versus state, mate versus mate, New South Wales versus Queensland, you just kind of... I feel more inclined to just call it as I see it. Yep. And the players that needed to, to stand up for us... Did not do a goddamn thing. The difference is, Tom, between Origin and club footy is that, you know, there's always another week, essentially, until there isn't. 
but you know what I mean? Whereas Origin, there's three games. You've got to win two of them. And when you roll out subpar performances, it fucking pisses us off. Yeah. Because you've let down the state. Now, unfortunately, that's what happened last night. It was not a polished New South Wales performance. Not polished at all. Our attack was as disjointed as I've seen. As it's ever looked. Now, I think that Teddy was, from our big boys, Teddy played well. Teddy did. Yeah, but he always does. But Teddy just looks like he's like, I, am I okay? It seems like Teddy just realized like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to just do this myself. Because my halves, no disrespect, did fucking nothing. Jerome Lewis did more. Nath. Damien Cook was disappointed. Damien Cook disappointed, but it's still better. I think Tedesco and Damien were the two best of our spine. Nath didn't get a good kick in all game. Well, Nath, I was I was coming in here thinking, Nath, can you stop scrolling, Dave? Just go so I can see who the fuck played. Nath meant to come in and kick the lights out. Pound Cobo into the core of the earth. Daniel Tupo got one look at a high ball. Bro. And he I caught about, it. I was about to say something. Like, you drop out of a car because we want to go aerial, and you don't go aerial. Tupo, and What's again. The, what was the fucking point? What was the point? What was the point? Adokar seems to provide more than Tupo, arguably. Tupo had some good runs. I'm not here to shit on Tupo. He was all right. Like, he no, was no, all right. Not sh- I'm not shitting on Tupo. But if I'm- you bring him in for Adokar so we can pound people into the earth with bombs, knuckleballs, Nathan Knuckles, he fucking didn't put any on. I know he was pressured, but, like, y- you expect to get kick pressure, right? Well, at the top end, you expect to get it. Of course you do. We just, we didn't, we didn't impose ourselves in the middle either. You know what I mean? Like, we weren't fucking rolling and just getting momentum and quick footy, quick footy, quick footy. None of that shit. None of that shit. It was slow in the ruck, and then when we got it out, we didn't do anything with it. We went lateral, and it was all disjointed, and who's going where, and I'm going here, and oh, fuck, oh, Back fuck. Here, where's the, there was one point towards the end where it was like, Damien Cook had the ball. He went one way, then it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then tackle, back the back. other way. Then Luai got the it, and then Luai was like, holy shit, where's Cleary? Then he just like, it's like... Mate, who the fuck is out there giving the fucking calls, yeah. bro? That should be ironclad. A yeah. fifth tackle in origin? You want to know where the fucking thing's going? Oh, shit. Did I go the wrong way? Oh, Back wait. The way. Luai, Luai. What's Luai? Oh, wait. Where am I going? Where's Nathan? Quick. Oh, fuck. There he is way fucking over there. Let me throw the ball over there. And then now Nathan's like, all right, I'll just boot it. Now, oh, you might be like, oh, mate, you don't understand. Fucking hard to hear. All that shit. I don't care, bro. Sign language if you need to. This if you got a sign, if we get Braille out there, surely you could have someone, a coach, a sign language coach on the sideline signing. Bro, I'm telling you right now, it wouldn't be that hard to learn a couple of signs. No. Nah. It wouldn't be that hard. It wouldn't be that hard. Nah, it'd be a piece of piss. You'd learn them in an afternoon. Not a big deal. Nah. So don't give me that crowd. Give everyone a riddle in each so they can concentrate. 100%. Focus. (laughs) Shelve the the boys with riddlins. Yeah. You doof doof a riddlin each. (laughs) You get the club physios just to doof all the boys before they get in there with a riddlin. Or whatever, by whatever milligram, you know, they they decide they need. Mate, if it means I've got to get down there into the sheds before the game and start Melvin Riddlin, I'll do it. I'll doof every one of them. I don't give a fuck. Pre this sign language session. I'll blow it in. I'll finger it in. I don't care. Whatever Look, I think preferably, happen. I think for speed, I think you're going to want to blow it in. But I understand that, you know, maybe a finger's more like... You put the straws in and I'll blow. I guess, yeah. Like, what's worse? Probably still. I mean, 
no no good outcome for us, but we do what we can for the state. We do what we we do what we must. Yeah, we do what we must. We do what we must for the state. That solves that problem. You go out there, you start signing, and then I don't expect any more mistakes. Mm. I expect perfection. Yep. Because Tom, we we are now faced with the reality, my old mate, of having to go to Perth, get that W, which I think we will. But then we've got to go to Queensland to Suncorp to the backyard of the enemy mm. and try and get another big W. And unlike 2005, we don't have Joey Johns. No. So I get a little bit more nervous about that sort of situation. This Brad, this fucking Billy Slater magic dust bullshit starting to like... It's starting to piss me starting off. Starting to fucking really fuck me off. Yeah. I thought we were done with that prick. Yeah. And now he comes back and starts to haunt me all over again. Yeah, I thought he was And he's player. fucking smug up there, yeah. smiling and laughing and enjoying himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like, like, we know you're good, mate. I don't, like, I... A bit of humility wouldn't hurt. <laughs> you just shut up, Billy. You fucking... Stop being so grey and gracious and fucking smiley. Seriously, and... dude, stop being so grey and gracious. It's annoying. It's annoying, dude. And don't pretend so like... Hot. I could beg your pardon, David. And he's looking so hot as well. He's looking about 10 years younger than when he was playing. He is looking attractive. I can't. I'm going to agree with you there, Dave. I um, I don't want to. I'm also not going to accept any Queensland rhetoric from you because you are. I've never stepped foot there. I don't know whether Freddie's selection decisions paid off. Can I ask you this, Tom? May I ask you this? Mm-hmm. Did Freddie get too fruity? I think Freddie might have got too fruity. Uh, Freddie might have spent too too long with his shoes off. I think he needs to put his shoes back on. Like at some point, it's cold. Dude, at it's some winter. point, there is a practicality to shoes yeah. that you know you can. Why do we invent them? Yeah, you know if what I mean. If they weren't practical, we'd still be barefoot. Yeah, especially in winter, dude. Like it's cool to like every now and then get your feet in the grass, but it's fucking cold. And I'm wondering Did whether your feet go numb. I'm wondering whether he's no longer able to absorb the messages from the earth that he once was because his feet, it, his feet are fucking frozen. He can't feel it, and they're calloused and fucking yes, bruised dude. and butchered. Uh, like or fuck, they might even frostbite. It might be black. Like it might be. It's about cold, to drop dude. Off. I don't think anyone saw this Arctic. Like this Arctic change that has swept through the nation, yeah, at least the East Coast. It's unapologetically winter. It's cold as fuck, and it's clearly caught Freddie by surprise. Um, like, why, like if you like what now, on reflection, in hindsight, what's the point in having Stephen Crichton on the bench? Now you could say, well, Stags got injured and you went somewhere there, but you're like, yeah, but like you know, it happened to Queensland. They just put Capewell out there. And I don't, and I'm not against Crichton. Jackie Boy White and killed it. Like, Jackie Boy's a selection. I don't, I just feel like that to me felt like he was just sitting there like a shag on a sheep's asshole for most of the game, Stephen Crichton, until Staggs went off. Now it's unfortunate Staggs got injured because you and I had him in multiple same game multis. Um, and then, I mean, Ryan Madison didn't seem like he had much impact when he came on. I don't. I didn't really see a whole lot of Ryan Madison. I didn't I see a honest. lot of Ryan Madison. I got to be honest with you. I didn't see a whole lot of Ryan Madison. Cam Murray started from the bench for Liam Martin. Now I get it. It's a. It's sort of a, a, a Penrith connection. Liam was all right. He put on some big shots. I'm not anti Liam to be honest. No, I'm not anti Liam. Tarek didn't have his greatest state of origin match. 
I think Daly <coughs> stood him up for a try, which was the reverse of what I'd predicted. It was actually the inverse, right? Mm. He just banged back off on the inside. Mm. See you later. Mm. Tark gets found out. I <sighs> clearly we've got to go back to the drawing board because what what happened last night was was not good. It was not good. It was a great game, but like if New South Wales had won it, like because we were getting there on the death, it would have felt like we'd stolen it as opposed to being like fuck we were on and it was a great game and we just like. Oh no, we would if we'd fuck. Well, if we scored at the end, it would have been a draw anyway. Do they play extra time now? Mm-hmm. They do in every game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe so. Do your own research, but um, do your own research, punters and dribblers. I, I just question what the fuck they've been doing for ten days. What have they been doing? Because there was no polish on that performance. No, they haven't been polishing the fucking performance up. Mm-mm. They haven't got the boot polish out. Giving the boys a shine. Nah, seemed like a lot of just sort of like press junkets. Too many press junkets, not enough dribble, not enough yarn, not enough fucking focusing on your role would be what I have to say. Yeah. Now, do I know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. No. But do, we, not, do we have any idea? No, we, we don't. We don't have any idea whatsoever. Have we got anyone inside camp? Not a single person. Not a person. But all I can say to you, puns and dribblers, is I play it how I see it. Mm. And what I saw last night wasn't up to scratch. It wasn't up to scratch. It wasn't up to code. It wasn't up to code. We were beaten fairly and squarely. In fact, it should have been fucking... It should have been more. The lead should have been bigger, you could argue. Well, Ben Hunt... Now, listen, I'm not a Queenslander, so I don't care that it happened, but I am a Manly Seagulls fan, and today, being post-Origin, I'm back to being on my NRL clock, and Ben Hunt, who, when... The way that you know what I liked about Queensland, sadly, like start Ben Hunt, I believe they started Ben Hunt. They did, and it's just like class, old head, fucking knows what he's doing. You know, providing sort of like nice finishes and just like good decisions. Then they bring Harry Grant on, who's like this fast, erratic ball of energy, fucking psychopath, who's just got the the game fl- like flying. And just runs the fucking runs the, footy. Runs the footy. But then in the back end of the game, then they took Harry off and they brought Ben back on again. And Ben's putting just these long, deep kicks into our half. And you're like, oh, fuck me, dude. This is how you do it. But he did fuck up when he makes a break and Daly is screaming down the inside, unmarked, looking for his second meat pie. Deservedly so. Greatest halfback in the nation. And and Ben almost looks at him and goes intentionally the other way, which I know he didn't. He seems like he's a good guy. Like, he wouldn't fuck his state like that. But I'm going, give it to... Even I'm saying give it to Daly. <laughs> give it to Daly. <laughs> and then you saw in the post-match, they're all walking around. He came up and apologised to him. Daly looked like he was dirty. Well, because of course he is. An origin double... Goes back in here. Yeah, they don't happen often. You don't look at your skip and fucking hold on to the footy. You don't do And that. then go the other way to fuck. Uh, like, you don't do that. You just, I mean, that's you disgraceful. That. Ben Hunt was fucking, he was good. Though. He was good, dude. He came Queens on the first 25 minutes. He just, he worked himself into a, in a fucking state. When he went off, he was fucked <laughs> after 25 minutes. Harry Grant comes on and goes, give me the footy. I'm just going to start darting. Yeah. Damien Cook did, had zero run meters in the first half. Zero. Really? Yeah. Zero. See, he seemed to improve then in the second half from my memory. You tell me he didn't run the ball once in the first Not half. Not in the first half. No. 
across. Here we go. We got some stats here, do we? Or are they none there? Just find them for us, David. Yeah, Cook finished with 89 run meters in total. Well, that's better than none. It's a good second half, at least. Um, Harry finished with 70 run meters, interestingly. Interesting. Where he just played quicker. He just did. Yeah. Dude, but ha- th- Harry Grant out of dummy half. Just his ability to like take two steps, give a ball already. He's taken the markers out of play. Yeah, like that gave Ponga so much room and pretty much set up like two tries. I um, that cutout ball he threw was pretty. Yeah, good. That, yeah. that cutout ball was hot. Ponga when he's got good players around him. Is so yeah, good. well, like I mean, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. testament to Ponga just being like, you poor son of a bitch, having to play at Newcastle every <laughs> week. Yeah, like when you get given the opportunity just to be awesome, you are. And it's, I tell you what, he was safe as fuck under the high ball, Ponga. Like he was getting, he was taking some catches in some in some like bad positions where he had people just all around him, and he was just flying high above. Like, Mate, it's an funny angel. how people are like, oh gee, like I don't know about picking Ponga. I'm like. I haven't watched a heap of Newcastle games, but the ones I have, he's been clearly their best player. Life's too short to watch Newcastle games, bro. Clearly their best player. And I'm like, mate, he's in a shit side. That kick that Selwyn Throbbo put in, like Queensland was sort of... I thought he dropped it. Queensland just looked like they were doing nothing. Or like, you know, it didn't look like there was an obvious way they were going to score a try. We were defending well. They were in our end, but it was still pretty like... Solid defense. Then it was a shit pass from someone. Ball hits the ground, bounces up perfectly for the Throbmeister, who then just like puts on the gas and then puts a kick in. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, we're going to be behind at halftime. It was an arsy little grubber. I actually thought he dropped it on, on like on the live. Mm. On the live. Obviously, he didn't. And I'm pretty sure that set was off the penalty. Obstruction on Paulo's try. Or, no, or, or, no, or one no. Of the, we one, scored after you. We scored after. Nah, you that scored. was that was. No, but it, it was a New South Wales disallowed try. I'm pretty sure, and then New South and then Queensland. Nah, went up we. So you it? guys scored, and then we came back and scored with Paulo, and that was disallowed. It could have been. But that was towards the end of the half. Yeah, it could have been the Tupo one where Tupo threw the pass to Tedesco. And they called it forward? I feel like maybe. I feel like that was later. But I definitely think it was from like a disallowed try at the start. The reason I um, think that that is incorrect is because once Tupo, uh, once uh, Paulo's scored, got disallowed, I was like, ah, there you go. Like, they scored and we're back. Like, we've, we're back on them. Fuck, fuck you guys. Mm. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Ned's. 
Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Now, I tell you who I and again, pains me, but we're humble in victory and defeat. Always have been, always will be. Val Holmes, dude. Valentine Valley Holmes. Just what an origin footballer. Mate, what an origin footballer. Kid can play, Tom. Kid can play. Kid can play. Kid can play footy. Simple as that. Kid can play footy. A lot of their fucking players can play footy. Yeah, a lot of their honest. like their whole side basically. Cameron can play Munster footy. can play footy, dude. Cameron Munster can, he play, can play footy. Footy, but he's like as Joey was basically beating his dick in the commentary box, justifiably so, to everything Cam Munster was doing. But you're like, he's so unorthodox. He's like a he's like an artist. He's a rugby league artist. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like cutting his ear off at halftime, like a Van Gogh, you know. Yeah, he's a slippery. Yeah, he's slippery. Is he a rugby league when surrealist? When he like dances through our whole fucking side and takes off, I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Is he a surrealist, Eddie? Is he a Salvador Dali of rugby league? I think so. A surrealist. You know what I mean? He's just stripping balls out of nowhere. He's fucking like he's not he's not like just doing some like really conventional sidestep, bang through the line. It's like this weird jinking, running backwards a bit, but then forwards a bit, and then sides from a bit. Palm yeah, da, da, da. Do I look strong? But I'm not that strong. I don't look strong, but I am He's strong. Darley the melting clock guy. Exactly, mate. Your guy. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Persistence of memory. He's a surrealist rugby league footballer. Now, you know, is that a bit highbrow for some of our audience that I'm getting into some surrealist art rhetoric? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Tom. I wouldn't think so at all. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so at all. Our audience, you could argue, is extremely highbrow. Exactly. If they, if our audience doesn't know about surrealist art, then, then, I'm not here. then it's time to pack it up. Then this I'm is not all here. for nothing. 
He's got the he's got the like I'm an artist sort of haircut as well. Going I've got on. blonde hair, you know. Yeah. I'm also like you know I'm a bit troubled in terms of I just like to fucking. Pound well, you know it the peroxide's the, the mark of the surrealist, don't you? I've always heard that. Yeah, well, but it's you a know, fact. away from the place, like the only place that like the world makes sense is when they're doing their art, and even us. But to us, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. And then away from their art, you know, pounded too much piss, bit of a scallywag, running a mark. Yeah. But where it makes sense, out on that footy field, stripping balls at weird pits. So that's yeah. when it all... That's that's his normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. Normalcy? Normality. Normality? Yeah, both. Normalcy's cool. That's where he feels normal. Yes. Well he's, said. He's fucking controlling the game of footy, which he does so fucking well. Can that, I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think potentially that your... And I'm not, I'm not, this isn't a statement. I'm not blaming you for anything here. Just know that. But do you think potentially? I have a, I have a, I have a, I have a suspicion. Potentially. I have a suspicion. Yeah. That your pre-game sort of uh, denigration or disrespect of Ruben Cotter. Yeah. Might have come back to, to bite you on the ass a little bit. Like, no, oh, maybe I, were you the has Ruben? I know Ruben. Ruben's a fan. Ruben's a friend of the <laughs> show. Do you think that he's heard that and gone, "Well, we'll fuck these guys"? No, I think it was more that I had a sneaking suspicion that Ruben was going to be a fucking handful, and I had to do my part. Okay, I had to do. I had to do all I could, mm. which I did. Yeah, I'm a no stone left unturned sort of operator, and if I've got to get up there in front of the fucking punter and the dribbler and and pay out Ruben Cotter. In the hopes of, like, getting into his head. Try and fucking chip him down a couple of fucking Mm. spots. Then I will. Because guess who I... The only person I read about this week, Tom, in fucking every paper out of every cunt's mouth was (laughs) what a a role Ruben Cotter's going to play. He's a classic Queensland back row. He's a classic Queensland back row. You won't fucking notice him on the field, but he'll go in there and he'll do a job. He'll make 80 tackles and he won't miss one. And he'll fucking... He'll just set the tone, set the tone, set the tone. All the greats have been saying it. So I have to get up there, Tom. Yeah. And I have to chip the bloke. Yeah. I tried. It didn't work, clearly. But at least I had a crack. Fair. Now, can you get his stats up, Eddie? Uh, a deal. I know he played 80 fucking brave... 80 long, hard minutes. ...rugby league minutes. Did not stop, dude. That motherfucker did not stop. No. So uh, he had... Uh, do you want me to read them out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So had 14 runs for 134 metres. Fucking hell. Uh, 60 of them post-contact metres. Um, what else? we got 14 hit-ups. Average play the ball speed of three seconds. Tackles. Tackles would be nice. Uh, we're getting there. Surely, I mean, why do they not have the fucking so, important stats first? Yeah, tackles, 51 tackles. 50. Uh, 90% efficiency. Only five missed. Um... Miss five. Yeah, but the dude's just going at breakneck speed. Like, everything he did was just quick and tough and strong. And, you like, you just look at him after the game, just walking around. And I was like, this kid is a fucking footballer. He's big, jacked to the teeth. Even his teeth have muscles, Eddie. That's that's how you know someone's jacked to the teeth. If, you, if, you, if your fucking canine molars have six-packs... Yeah. And you're just like, this guy is purpose-built to play rugby league football. And you know what? I like him. I can't help it. We tried to chip him. Sign of the greats is that, you know what? They can't be chipped. 
That's a sign of the greats. It's hard to get under the great skin with a yeah. chip. But look, fuck it. We you had got to have a crack. I had a crack. And I'll, I'm, I'm not going to... If I had my time over, I'd do it again. You would. And I'll probably do it in game two. No, you will. And so will I. Got to pa- do my part. Paddy Carrigan could play. Yeah. Paddy Carrigan can play rugby league. He can play rugby league, Tom. I, I don't want to I don't wanna chip a bloke after his first debut origin playing well, but he does sound like a 15-year-old playing. Like, as in his voice. Now, he did cut one in the throat. But 15-year-olds don't sound like Darren Lockyer, so he's got a bit of like... But if you just listen to his interview after the game, I was like, if I had my eyes closed, I'd be saying, Danica Mason's talking to a 15-year-old. <laughs> Actually, I heard that. He actually sounds a bit like Matty the Waterboy. When he first started talking, I was like, oh. Yeah, he oh. sounds like a kid. Yeah. Not that I'm... That's no, that's no drive-by at Matty the Waterboy. That was <laughs> Dave saying that. I'm just saying he sounds like a child. He doesn't sound like a man who's probably like 110 kilos... And can play rugby league football. His voice doesn't match his body. No, it doesn't. But Dave, people say that about you, dude. Yeah, that's okay. I'd people do, do say that. I probably you. do sound like a kid. People well, say- I'm not saying they say you sound like a kid. You got a deep voice. I think they said that you don't look like how they expected you to look like based on your voice. Once we gave you the, the you know the spotlight and got the camera on you. Right. So I'm almost the opposite of Carrigan. Well, he doesn't sound like what I'd think either. So yeah. So are you the same? Okay. You both don't look like... We're so we're both made for origin. You, don't, you both don't look like your voice. <laughs> yeah, you both yeah. don't look like your voice, exactly. Um, both, that's origin, we're both origin greats as well. Well, no, we're definitely not saying that. Um, How the tables have turned in a year. I'm just looking at him sitting in that glory hole and I think <laughs> back to a year ago when we put 50 points on Queensland and they were pathetic in the greatest origin route in the history mm. of the game. No, we haven't forgotten. And Dave put his head through that fatty Vorton glory hole and got licked by dribblers. Mm. How many? It was like 20, 30 dribblers. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 dribblers. And you caught him in the bathroom washing his face. Yeah. And that's, that'll be with me forever. Yeah. And, I mean, his face needed to be scrubbed, though. Like, that was an important... <laughs> it was important he did that, but it was funny. I was like, you, you should clean your face, dude. That's, it's, we're in the middle of a fucking one-in-a-hundred-year global pandemic. Well, we, we got just, locked down a week later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it was... We, it were, was, we were playing with I'll tell you, why don't you want to fucking talk about living dangerously? Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the definition right there. Yeah, you're letting Dave get his face leaked. Well, you know what? Not I mean, Dave. We didn't let him. He was just, a willing he participant. Yeah, although his arms were technically pinned by the uh, the hole. Um, we sort of did make him do it, but you know. Did Papali? How did he play? Like for me, and if I'm just doing vibe test, barely recognised him during the game. Lindsay Collins was good. Lindsay mm. Collins was good. He's a big, thick. Skinhead-looking motherfucker. He's like a Marco Mealy, David. Yeah, you got a bit of Mark in him. Yep. You know, scary, intense. Thirty-five run meters. Yeah, that was um not very good uh, from yeah, Josh Papali. Uh, Lindsay, one hundred thirty-three run meters. Wow. Go. Yeah, I think Papali. Papali came off after like fifteen minutes. Yeah. and then didn't come back on until like the last five. Yeah. There you go. Is Papali? Papali. Papali. Sorry. Is he getting a bit? Long in Long the two, yes, I'd say so. He's, he's an old, old well, he? He's the older boy. He'd be in his late twenties, thirties. He's averaging almost five seconds per play the ball. He'd he's a big, thick, fatty. He'd though. have to be in his fucking thirties, bro. Can you just surely? Surely he's in his thirties. Surely and he's been a great servant to the game. And listen, I mean, you pick him because Queen. See, whereas I feel like Freddie yeah. would have dropped him. He's just turned thirty. There you go. So he's not that old. Not as old as I thought. I had like 30 fucking five. Man. Oh, Eddie, he's not 35. Come on now. He's, a, he's still a pup compared to you and I. No, we're pretty same. Pretty similar. Pretty pup same compared age. to you. Well, no. 
Because you're fucking, what, 38? How old are you tomorrow? 33. Old Methuselah. <laughs> yeah. That old end. 33, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like, pretty fucking close to 40. Well, certainly a year closer. No, but, like, pretty close. The problem with 33 is, is that next year I'm 34. And, and once so you're, you're basically 34, 35. you're basically 35. And if you're 35, which I basically am next year, you're 40. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm running out of time. Not much time left. No. Time is of the essence. Oh, it's of the essence, baby. Not sure what that means. Well, I guess it means like the essence. It's like time is now. Like you've got to make the most of every time. every time I hear essence, it reminds me of vanilla essence, essence yeah. which we used to put in milk to yes. make it vanilla milk. Really, true story. Well, I'm not. I mean, I, I it doesn't sound like a story that is far fetched. So you don't need to sort of follow that up with true story because you said really, and I'm like, yeah, true story. No, I was saying <laughs> really isn't like it reminds you of vanilla essence because I agree with you. Did you just put vanilla essence in milk? Uh, no, but we did. You oh, we used to make milkshakes. I mean, you make milkshakes, you put vanilla essence in. So you put like milk, vanilla ice cream. Who dat? Sorry, we get, we get a bit of that. We man. get a bit of that. People just coming in the front door. We haven't got a sign on there yet, so people don't know what it is. They just walk in. Vanilla milk. Sorry, just milk. Vanilla ice cream. Vanilla essence. Blend it. Milkshake. I used to have like, we used to have like a milkshake. Those yeah, things, yeah, yeah. And you'd sort of clip it up and it'd sit yeah. there. That thing got worked into the fucking ground, dude. Hardest worker Nothing in the Nothing worked harder than my milkshake blender thing. Yeah, dude. yeah. What do they call milkshake maker? Frother? Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, pounded away that yeah, cunt. Yeah, yeah, Why did you need something so specific when blenders were a thing? You know, like why did you need because that? Because you, you could just clip it in and just... Hands free. Right, that's what a blender is. I think it's it's maybe it's better for kids, I don't know. It was just or do you easier. think it's just a way to fucking it was easy to sell just another <laughs> kitchen appliance. It's a very specific <sighs> kitchen appliance, you know what I mean? Just for milkshakes. <laughs> just for, well, you've gotta you've gotta be a milkshake house. Yeah. Like you've gotta be you've gotta be fucking you've gotta be on a daily milkshake sort of operation. Well, that's a lot, dude. The daily milkshake's too much for me personally. Like you don't need when a you're milk. a kid. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah, but like part of like having kids is like I'm not going to give fucking Evie a milkshake every day. Yeah, but she's one. Dude. Yeah, but I'm saying you're generally, like you're a fucking fourteen, dude, hundred percent milkshake every hour, bro. Milo, Milo, I guess it's the same sort of shit, isn't it? Shout out to Milo, mate. We used to eat like like when we were younger. No one cared about that shit. Dunkaroos. My mum still did. My mum was a, my mum used to try and shortball us carob instead of chocolate, and we were like, hey mum, you ever do that again? I'm calling docs. You try and fucking sneak carob into my life ever again, and I'm calling docs. Carob is fucking disgusting. I'd never heard of carob until you told me that story. Yeah. Now, if you'd ask me what we give Evie, carob, but that's not my call. <laughs> we do give her chocolate as well, but there's some sort of carob things. It's like I got no control over it. I get tiny oh, So carob's infiltrated your house too. Well, fucking Nana and Steph. Don't mind getting to these like chalky bears they're called, but I know they're not chalky bears because it's carob. But carob bears doesn't have the same ring to it, and so you got to call them a chalky bear. I refuse 
to give her the chalky bears because they're lame as fuck. So I'm a tiny Teddy's guy. What the fuck is carob? I don't know, dude. I don't know, but it's not fun and it doesn't taste good. So when it's trying to sell chocolate, it that's when I start to get pissed off. When Evie realizes that she's been getting force-fed carob. She's not going to be happy. Well, she still knows there's a difference because she does. But when, like, but when it's like discussed in the playground, mm. you know, they're all sitting around and they're talking about how much they love chocolate. Yeah. She's like, oh, have you ever had carob? Yeah, well, now she's ostracized. And you know yeah, what it she's is? Ostracized. It's history repeating itself because that's what happened to dad. Well, and dad I- swears he'll never do it. And then I allow it to happen under my fucking very nose. I feel like we've spoken about this before. We definitely twice, have. But I mean, I can explain. It's basically like a plant from the Mediterranean Middle East. It's a tree. It comes in little pods. It's meant to be a bit less bitter than chocolate. Or like, I guess that would be more, less bitter than pure chocolate, like cocoa or whatever. But it does say here, and I feel like I've read this out before, um, the evolution of carob in the United States, apparently it failed to become a popular food because, in quotes, it traumatized a generation in the 70s. Children whose parents were members of the natural food movement, mm. um, they wanted to give them carob instead of chocolate, and these kids wanted chocolate, and they were traumatized. Yeah, dude. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's traumatized a generation. Wow. And now I'm repeating the sins, and I'm, imba- I'm ashamed. So where to here for the nation? Oh, the state, the rather, state. Tom. Um, I... I Where mean, do listen, we go? Our bench didn't do that much. Our halves, you can't change the halves, right? Like, I don't think it's something we like. Nathan, clearly the best half in the state. Jerome, clearly the best six in the state. They just didn't play well. And Nathan needs to work out what the fuck he's doing. If you're the best kicker in the comp, then you better kick your cock off. You better absolutely nail it. He didn't kick well. If you're the best half in the comp and... During the NRL, he is. And everyone's like, well, fucking, like, good luck daily holding on to your Australian jersey, which, you know, like, if you see Nathan play during the week, I can see how you say that. But then when it comes to the big games, the origin games, these rep games, save for the grand final, which he did dominate, he doesn't seem to rise to the occasion as well in these big games. And he needs to work out what the fuck that is and sort it out quick sticks. Quick sticks. He's had one... I think he's had a man of the match in origin and credit to him. But he needs to do more. He needs to do more. If the, if the attack is disjointed, that's a, that's a Nathan Cleary problem. Yeah. That's a Jerome Luai problem. It's a halves problem. Yeah. It, I, I just see so much more... Out of Cameron Munster, for example. He's a fucking savant. That I ever see out of our heart. Yes. In origin. Yes. Am I... But also Daly. Daly did more than... Yeah, yeah, he did a lot. Daly fucking played well yesterday. He often does play well in that Queensland yeah. jersey. I trust in Freddie. I must. I must trust. Trust you must. I must trust. You know what I'd be doing, Tom? I'd be bringing Jerbo back in, dude. Bring back Jake. I'd be bringing him back in. Because he sets the fucking tone and he lets all the boys know what the tone is. I think I just think that we needed we need a bit more oomph in our forwards. We didn't have much oomph going on. There was very little oomph. You had pain, oomph. Paulo had the 
he has oomph in him, but at times he was trying to throw the like he was looking to fucking play the ball. I'm like, hey, Junior, I need oomph. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Yeah, yeah. Hope does. Yeah, we need more oomph. We need more fucking pass, pass, pass. It just bit more cunt, bit more mongrel, mm. bit more up and at it. You know. Mm. Got to change. Things need to change. You know, a lot, a lot of changes needed. Wasn't happy. Didn't go well. Like, I don't think it's... I, mean, I can see Freddie just get, going the exact same fucking team for game two, and I just hope he doesn't. I think Tarek needs to go. No, no Trell will be back. If Trell's back, he's then... Ba- he's back, he's back, he's back. Then I think you'd probably... It, Stags and Crichton will go, and it'll be Trell, and it'll be Jackie Boy. I think you could reasonably let Tariq go. Tariq was a pick and stick, and I think now it's a unstick Tariq. Yeah, as in like he's lost his stick. He's lost his stick, you, you know, know, and stickers can do that. Dude, sometimes stickers just lose their stick. And they just fall off. And yesterday, fall off. yesterday, sticker, Evie, I took her to ballet. Daddy and, and daughter ballet session. She got me a sticker. She Cute. Gave, she gave me a sticker after ballet. Cute. It was stickless. And it basically fell off my hand straight away. And I'm like, listen, doll, thank you so much. So it wasn't a sticker. Well, it was a sticker. She gave it to me at its weakest sticking point and it basically i had to like walk around like this to get to the car so it didn't fall off and then once i got into the car and i'm like get in the car it fell off and i went fuck it she won't remember and the sticker fell on the ground and did she remember thank god she didn't thank you remembers everything else so i think Tarek goes because of he's lost his stick um I don't see what Ryan Madison brought to that side. I'm not anti-Matto. He's got great arms, but I don't know what he brought. Like, I don't know what we got out of having him in there. Now, maybe you don't just drop a guy after his first game and you give him a shot. I, though, in fairness to Ryan, having not watched a shitload of Parramatta games, didn't totally understand this selection anyway. Like, I'm, everyone's been like, no, he's been in fucking great form, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, sure. I'll sure. Just, I'm just prepared to believe that one. Because I don't know what the fuck he really does. Like, is he, is he, he doesn't seem to have like, he's not ball player at all. Is he? he seems to, is he just a run hard, tackle hard, bend the line sort of a vibe? Like, I got, think so. got an offload in him at club level, but okay. didn't do much of that. No. It basically, what we're saying, punters and jewelers, in a roundabout way, is it's back to the drawing board. What about for a us. what about a fucking Amole Olakawatu? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro. what about a big six foot twelve, fucking thick as shit Amole Olakawatu, dude? Yeah, How's bro. that look on an edge? Yeah, bro. How's that look on an edge, punters yeah, and jewelers? Yeah, We need to bring. Cunt mm-hmm. to the setup. I think Hamole plays next game. That's that's my bold prediction. And if he doesn't, then Freddie needs to get some UGG boots under those feet, quick sticks. Look, I th- I hope to Christ that Freddie just opens his eyes and goes, "Oh shit, Hamole's fucking ready, dude!" Mm. And oh shit. There's a left edge spot that's just opened up. Get that fucker on there and get him dominating. Yep. Get him pounding and pounding and pounding. Get him running hard and straight. Oh, he's taking the right side. I don't give a fuck where they play him. I think he'll be fine. He's a right side, but I don't personally think that that should matter all that much. I think 
you're a professional and you can do whatever. But if you've got a preference, then let's give him a preference. Let's just give him every opportunity to shine. Just give him the ball and say, hey, here, dude, you just run as hard as you can. And then when you see people running at you and you don't have the ball in your hands, eat them. <laughs> it's, um, I was just Gobble like- them up. Get your knife out. Get your fork out. Maybe a bit of sriracha, Tabasco sauce, mustard, hot English, whatever you need, whatever. Lamb jam, chutney, baby, whatever. Mint jelly, whatever. Bit of, a bit of milk. <laughs> bit of gravy on bit there, Bit of gravy baby. on there. Bit of there. mushroom sauce. Tommy bit of sauce. Bit of jus, if you're that sort a of A red guy. wine jus. If What's you're that? A that Jew? Japanese mayo. Oh, fuck Cupy Mayo. You want to put a bit of Cupy on a a mole? Whatever the fuck side you need, dude. Whatever sauces. Some gherkins, bro. If you see someone running at you with a football, whip out your condiments, pour it all over those motherfuckers, and smoke them. Get to town, bro. Pound town. Someone someone is... uh, It's an interesting part of uh, Olakawatu's Wikipedia that Dave's just shown us here. Um, Olakawatu became part owner in the New Zealand Warriors NRL club after his brutalising performance against the Warriors' left edge in their June 4th, 2022 clash. New Zealand Warriors CEO Cameron George offered the manly second rower partial ownership of the Warriors franchise to commemorate his dominant performance. Now, such as the disrespect that Hamale ha- showed and has for the Warriors, the stake he was given in the club was valued at, I believe, about half a million dollars. And he just sold it for like five grand. He didn't really care. He doesn't. It was, money doesn't make him tick, mate. But it was just more like, fuck it. Oh, you give me that? Cool. Now I'm going to sell it to someone else for it's even glory. cheaper. Glory gets Hamale up and about, yeah. dude. He's got blue written all over him, mate. Yeah. He's got it written all over him. He'll fucking do a job in game two. I can yeah. promise you that. But changes we need, changes we will make, and game two we will win. Mm-hmm. You know what, Tom? We haven't won a decider at Suncorp since 2005, and I'm starting to think that maybe it's time. 2022 has a good ring to it. 17 years off the top of the dome. I'm not a mask guy, so I'm not going to even try that. That said, I reckon we're due. I think we're due. I, I reckon we're that. fucking due, bro. And I think we, uh, without having looked directly at the numbers, I think that we love to win in Perth. We do. Remember the game two we played there a couple of years ago? Uh, driving yes. rain. Ta- uh, Tommy Turbo, hat trick. Loved Tedesco. It. Yeah. When fucking gets that fucking ball away. Who's yeah. there? Tommy Turbo. Try Tom. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah. Look, yeah. Tommy won't be there, but you no. get the fucking picture. The spirit will still, his spirit will still he be will, there. He, exactly. His spirit will be there. Bring his, in Gerbo. Bring in Olakawatu. Ta-ta We need an injection of Manly. Yeah, we do. Not That's enough. what we need. We well, need an injection of Manly. Yeah. Yep. Mole, Gerbo, bang. Easy, That's done. a W right there, bruh. That's a W right there. Simple as that. Simple, simple. How many missed tackles did New South Wales have all up? Like, I just interested. I, don't, I didn't feel it was necessarily particularly awful, but um, I just know that Jake, in his origin career, has basically negative missed tackles. Mm-hmm. He uh, averages, like, 0.6 missed tackles a game, which is basically nothing. Mm. Which is less than one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Get him out there. He sets the fucking tone, bro. Get a homole Dude, out there. Dude, that's pretty crazy. Tackles made 379, 378. One different. One different. Missed tackles, 34. Queensland actually missed more. Ineffective tackles, 13, 15. Keep going down. 
Possession was 51 New South Wales, 49 Queensland. Can you keep scrolling down, Dave? Oh, sorry, hang on, it froze. It's fucking TV. Yeah. Um, I read, so errors was 10-8, New South Wales 10, Queensland 8. What was the penalty count? 4-3 to Queensland. I'd yeah. like a couple less. Yeah, that's actually Klein just wanting to get his mug on TV, I think. Yeah, I want a couple less. Yep. So is this thing just frozen? You can't seem to scroll? Um, I'll try again. Fuck it. Fuck the only, it. Yeah, the only thing under was interchanges. Nah, fuck it. Eddie, as I alluded to just before, yesterday I got to go to Evie's ballet class. It's the cutest thing in the world. Is that the first time you've gone? It's the first time I've gone. She loves her ballet. I've mentioned that on the podcast before. But I, uh, she, uh, Steph gets her all dressed up in like a, you know, her ballet tutus and her hair's all cute and, you know, all that sort of shit. And then gives me a bag of all like, she's got like a wand in there and like a colourful scarf. They've got to use all these things when they're doing it. Get down there. And I didn't realise you also wear ballet shoes. So, like, everyone's in ballet shoes there. Like, all the little girls. Yeah. And then Evie's just running around in Chuck Taylors. In, like, all of her ballet outfit and Chuck Taylors. And I'm sending Steph photos. She's like, you fucking idiot. The ballet shoes are in her bag. I'm like, too late now. Too late to go back now. We're mid-class. I'm not about to start stopping class to get her out of the Chuck Taylors. I actually think it looked kind of cool. She looked like a 90s, like, quirky 90s rom-com chick. I'm sure she'll like you. Like she's not going to get fucking disqualified. No, nah, you don't get disqualified in. Uh, you don't get a DQ for wearing Chuck. No, nah, nah, not in Tutu Ballet class. I think is what it's called. Shout out to Tutu uh, T U T U. How but, she got? She got form. Well, look, I mean, she she so usually she goes with Steph and Steph's with Zoe. Yeah. Like Steph has Zoe with her. So your parent, the parents are meant to do everything in the class. Like you know, you go, you hold their hand, and you skip around the fucking room, and you you know prance like a unicorn and shit, but. Steph's usually with Zoe, so then Evie will go with the teacher. So Evie has become obsessed with this ballet teacher. Yeah. Something. Can't remember her name. Um, so we get down there, and I don't entirely understand anything that's going on. I'm like... Oh, that's sh- what's how shocking. 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 So I'm like, oh, yeah, so do we need... Because, like, so Evie's... They put their, like, markers on the ground where they're meant to sit. And Evie's sitting on her marker. And I'm just sitting on the sidelines. Just, but then I see all the parents start to sit them. I'm like, yo, am I meant to come sit down with this thing? And it's like, yeah, dude, get involved in your kid's fucking experience here. So I'm like, oh, sorry. So we're sitting down. We're all sitting down together. And then we're, like, doing these, like, sprinkle stars in the sky. And blah, 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 da, da, da. Then we have to get up and start prancing around the room being, like, unicorns. And we're feeding unicorns. And we're fucking... Chasing unicorns and on our tiptoes dancing around. Evie, that was your fault. You know what, dude? Considering I was the only goddamn dad there, I was the best dad in the room. You know what I mean? I was the yeah, best. Yeah, look, fuck, take the wins when you can you get them. You take the wins when you can get them, right? And if I don't compete against, you know, you don't, you don't see Roger Federer and Serena Williams doing battle on the court. No, you don't. So, you know, I don't want to be compared to the mums in the ballet class. I was the best dad in the room. Now, if you remember, a mere couple of minutes ago, I mentioned that Evie is obsessed with the dance teacher. You did. So, very early on in the piece, Evie basically abandoned me and just went and exclusively did all of her things with the dance teacher. And... Rent. So what the fuck were you doing? I was galloping around a room <laughs> by myself 
just staring at Evie like, are you serious, bitch? What the fuck's, what is this? Like, when are you, uh, why am I here? Come on, everyone, we're chasing the unicorns and now we're down and we're up jumping and uh, we're raising our legs. And when I'm like, okay. And then when we go, everyone, back to your... How did you think about going, I'm just going to sit back down? I did, but I thought, you know what? I don't want Evie... Because she'd look at me every once in a while and be like, how good's this, Dad? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. You, fu- you, you know, it'd be better if you hung out with me. Like, I'm getting rejected here already. And then it got to the point where then it was like, all right, everyone go back and sit down on your marker. I go and sit back down on our marker. And she just does not come. I'm sitting in the circle <laughs> of mothers, children, daughters. By yourself. By myself. Oh, my God. And, and like, I'm having to do, I'm a little teapot by myself. I'm having oh to my do God. everything by myself. So whilst it was a beautiful and lovely experience, I felt, you know, Cast it was like, sound like it for you, mate. Well, it's like it was like you were cast away. Yeah, dude. It was the equivalent of like not la- being like last picked or not picked in in like. Well, you weren't picked. I wasn't picked. No one picked you. I was left there, and I just went. You know what? Everyone partner up, and everyone did, and there was one person left with a partner, mm. and it was you. And I just had to hold my head high, shoulders back, and just dance like a unicorn, bro. Did you? Did the? Did some of the life go out of you? Like. Was your commitment to the the teapot pose was uh, it affected? Yeah, it was. It was when we st- when we first kicked it off, and you know, I was enthusiastic about the. You'll bring your best. You'll bring your A game. Bring my A game. I wanted Evie to know I'm enthusiastic. I'm here for ballet, and this is a good time. Daddy daughter bonding time. But also, you've got you classically trained, so you know what you're doing. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know my way around a ballet class. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, but nah, look, I'd be lying if I didn't say that the uh, the pep left my step. Upon rejection from my daughter, yeah. It was hard to dance around the room um, like a unicorn <laughs> by yourself. I will say that for free. But anyway, I uh, just thought that was an important thing to share with um, the punter and the dribbler. If you are out there and you are in ballet class and your daughter does dog yo, you're not alone. Know that. Know that. You're not alone. You're not alone. Uh, shout out to the punter and the dribbler who made their way to ANZ last night. Acor. Uh, for the bloke in a bar live show, live show pre hype, pre pump. They were calling it the greatest uh, live show of all time. That's what good judges are saying, Tom. Mm. That's not you and I. That's good judges saying the greatest live show in the history of live shows. That's what they're saying. Mm. Uh, I can't help but agree with them, Tom. It was superb, particularly by you and I. Not often we'll pat each other on the back, but I think on We're this occasion... We're not the business of doing that, but... On this occasion, I'm, I'd be more than happy to. Yeah. It's good to meet a few punters and dribblers at the end. A few Dior hoodies getting around, love to see it. A few summer tans, love to see it. A few, a few bl- punters pun and dribblers, dribblers love, love to see it. One bloke was in a t-shirt, the last dribble, love to see that. Love to see that. Cold he, as a witch's tit, that boy must have been. He would have been fucking freezing, because he was Arctic. He was Arctic last night. He was fucking cold, mm-hmm. bruh. Mm-hmm. It was cold. Um, thank you to Kemby for having us. Thank you to Kemby for having us, as always. As um, always, Tom. As thoroughly always. Thoroughly enjoyed uh, ourselves. Revving up the punter and the dribbler before Origin. I will say I'm glad that I opted against going to the game. I was definitely keen to go, but then it was so goddamn cold and I was still very bounced out from the Melbourne weekend. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and watch this thing on the couch. And that's what I did. Snuggled up to the miso. 
Did Josh snuggle up? Snuggled up, ordered a pizza. I hope Josh doesn't hear me say that. And he will. He, he listens. Will. <laughs> ordered a pizza and watched the game. Prawn pizza. Seafood. Prawn pizza. Pizza Piccola from somewhere around the uh, Bellevue Hill, Rose Bay region. I don't know where it is. P- pizza Olia. Pizza Cola? Pizza Cola? No, yeah, that no. might be it. Pizza Cola, Pizza Cola. I don't know, but it's fucking... You know what? Give me prawns. If it's a prawn pizza, put more prawns on there. And if I order more prawns, put more prawns on there. That's all I'll say. I like it, and it's consistent, but put some fucking prawns on it. How many prawns do you think should be on a slice? At least two. I think if you get three, oh, if you get well. Yeah, you're living good, but it, I think at least two. Two should be two is the minimum. Yeah, two is the minimum per slice amount of prawns you should have on a fucking slice of pizza. Like it is ridiculous to have any less. You're taking the piss out of the consumer. Don't offer it if you can't afford to fucking put that many prawns on there. Bro, it wouldn't be that expensive. It wouldn't be that expensive. Put two on. Put two on. I had a fucking good prawn pizza the other night. I don't know where from, so don't ask. There was two on every slice. Some had three. Mm. And it was a fucking Game change. Best pizza in Sydney is Bondi Trattoria, and it's not even a pizza joint. Sorry, it's just the way it is. If you've got a pizza joint and you're like, actually, no, that's not true, either prove it, like either put up or shut up, because Bondi Trattoria has you covered, in my humble, humble opinion. Now, Eddie, time to talk some rugby league. because Let's talk some that, rugby league, Tom. Because we haven't been doing that all show. On behalf of whom? K.O. K.O. Now, whenever we talk rugby league, as you know, we do it for our friends at KO, the only place to watch rugby league. If you don't have KO, you're a fucking idiot. Um, Manly against the Tigers this weekend. Like, if ever there's been a 13-plus that you can just bank. Dude, seriously, you just bank this and get on with your life. Yeah. Bank this and get on with your life. Life is too short not to just bank this and get on with your life. Look, if you just if you want a bit of walking around money... Put what you can afford on Manly to win 13 plus and just forget about it. Can we get, well, actually, let's not get it from there because that's not Ned's, but I'd be interested to see what Manly 13 plus is paying. I think, Tom, off the top of the dome, it's like 250. Right. 270. So even our great friends at Ned's, the only place to bet if you are going to have a bet, do it responsibly, Ned's, if they think. Uh, Manly, Manly 13 plus. Oh. Manly 13 plus $2.65. There you go. So it's guaranteed. Manly 1 to 12, $2.80. $2.65 is money for jam. That's the easiest bet you're ever going to make. Now, if you want to be. You don't have like, to do anything. No, you don't. You just need to set and forget. If you are like me and you're an Oliver Twist operator and you want to go back to the well that, you know, provided you so much uh, nourishment and water, then I'd be going Manly 13+, plus into a Hamole soon-to-be playing State of Origin Olakawatu, anytime try scorer. Then I'd be going into a Ruben, the 15th peak hottest player in the NRL, Garrick, to score two or more tries. That is, punters and dribblers, going to get you $28.94 Australian cents. Again, if you are responsible, put whatever you deem a responsible amount of money on it, and then you can just set and forget. Please, sir, I want some more. Please, sir, more, sir. Please, sir, can I have some more, sir? That's a really good Oliver Twist, dude. 
How good was that? Yeah, that was a bounced out old. That was a bounced out thirty-two-year-old Oliver Twist. Thirty-one. Thirty-ish. Thirty-two-ish. Thirty-one. Thirty-two-ish. I'm nowhere near thirty-two. Well, no, that's ridiculous because you are quite near thirty-two. It's literally, I'm nowhere near. It's it. literally the next age you're turning. You're closer to that age than any other age. Yeah. No, I'm close ages. to thirty-one. Well, no, you are thirty-one, so you can't say you're closer to thirty-one because you are it. Yeah, exactly. But, no, so you can't be closer to it. So you're. So close I'm closer to thirty. No, you're closer to thirty-two. Closer to thirty than thirty. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Nah, bro. I actually am. You can't. I tell you why that's impossible because you can't go backwards. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You can. You got a time machine. You can. You just turn around and walk backwards, not, dude. It's n- not that hard. Not in. What fucking, are you talking about? Not Kyle? in time, dude. Time marches like forward, this. You just dude. Go like, like time this. marches <laughs> forward. You just walk backwards, bro. Time marches forward. So easy to time. Do. I do it all the time. Marches forward. Always walking backwards, bro. Thirty-two. That's how I get around. That's not true, Eddie. Don't lie to people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the Tigers, obviously, they don't have Madge anymore. Like, yeah, sure. Like, sack your coach. That, that's worked in previous. That just keep, that seems to be the issue. Two coaches in one day. Well, that's rare, even yeah. by rugby league standards. Yeah. You never see that. You never see we, that. Um, we were talking about Nathan Brown not wanting to, well, going, I'm not prepared to go to New Zealand, which, you know, you know, many people have been like, I mean, surely you realised that your job was going to take you to New Zealand at some point considering they're called the New Zealand Warriors. And that's fair. I did hear Brownie on NRL 360. Shout out to Brownie as well who fronts up, like gets sacked and is on the fucking NRL 360 that night. He was like, yeah, dude, when I signed two years ago, whatever it was, uh, COVID hadn't fucked us. Can you?" And he was like, a whole family was planning on going to New Zealand. Then yeah. COVID happened. Yeah. And we've been based in Redcliffe and our, my family's been based in fucking, and we've been separated and it's all been a shit show. And now the idea of moving to New Zealand, my whole family is like, we don't want to do that. And my daughters are like, we're not going to go. And he's like, well, I'm not fucking breaking up my family to go to New Zealand. We've had, we've moved to London. We've moved to fucking all around. We've moved to England and all around England. We've moved to Newcastle. We were going to move to New Zealand. He's like, I've reached a point now where I, like, they've moved around a lot for me. I am going to, like, prioritise my family now and I'm fuck, fuck coaching. Like, I'm out of coaching. I'm going to now go help, like, other coaches not get, you know, young coaches not get steamrolled by, like, clubs not sort of doing right by them. I was like, how can you fucking knock that guy? He's going to what? So he wants to basically be like a coach's assistant. So like he looks at someone like Trent Barrett, who he's like, Trent Barrett was a victim, he feels, he wasn't saying specifically Trent, but like a victim of club's mismanagement as much as he was, you know, poor coaching. Yeah. And he now sees, Brownie sees himself as potentially someone who can help young co- a young coach at a club. So he'd be an assistant coach to a young coach. He didn't go into that sort of level of specifics, but that's what it sort of seems like, a coaching advisor or, you know, where you don't necessarily have to be fucking chuffing around the world or the, the country everywhere. Mate, I reckon assistant coach, would that like, that'd be a bit of a vibe. Yeah. Dude, you know? I don't know what that earned, but, like, can you see if there's, like, Wouldn't anywhere? be bad, would it? I don't know. I don't know. Just cruising, you know? None like, of the pressure. Yeah. Because if you're like Cameron Seraldo, right, who's the assistant at the Panthers, would you leave the Panthers like this fucking top, you know, top Dude, team? Cameron Seraldo would have the easiest job in the world 
in the sense that like he doesn't have to front up to the pressure and he's not and they're winning all the time yeah. so it's like you feel like a genius and he's the next he's like the, one of the most highly sought after next coaches where it's like you know do you just sort of sit and wait and just sort of you know bide your time very much like Fitzgibbon he just sat and he waited and he sat and he waited and he sat and he waited and then that Sharky's job comes up and he goes boom I'll take, take that, that one there's a couple of jobs freed up. Warriors freed up. Tigers freed up. Dogs freed up. Dogs freed up. None Flano, of them feel, If surely. Flano doesn't get one of those three, what the fuck well, is going something on? Something must be happening if he doesn't get one of them. Has to get one of them. Has. Payne has to get one of them. Do you reckon Paul Green will get one? I love talking it, about Paul Green. Yeah, I, they do. I get it. Like, Paul Green won a comp with, with North Queensland. And Thurston. And Thurston. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm That's saying? That's what I'm saying. Hunters and Julius, do you know what we're saying? Do you know what we're saying? That's what I'm saying. Flano built that fucking tie, uh, shark, uh, shark side. From the ground up, bro. Yeah. From the ground upwards. He took him from 14th when he took over to the promised land. The promised land. Turn your lights off now. It's all good. Yeah. So got you back. We got, we got here. We did it. Turn the porch light off, bro. Harold Holt's been found. We found him. We found Harold. Harold's been found. Don't worry. Harold's now, been found. It's, uh, it's, you know, and that ha- was Shane's doing. Shane, Shane found Harold. Harold Holt. And it, listen, Harold was, n- was sadly, it was the remains of Harold Holt. Sure. It had been a long time. He was decomposed. Yeah. But he'd been, he died of natural causes. But he was found. But he was found. Now... It never stipulated whether he needed to be found alive. dead or alive no. for the porch light to go off. We just need to know where he was. He was found dead, sadly. Yeah, also, like, he would have been 100. You know, he was old when he left us. He was old when he disappeared. Yeah. It'd be shocking if they found him alive in 2015. <laughs> he if been, if he someone found Harold alive... He would have been 108. Imagine if they found Harold alive clinging to the rock, to a rock somewhere, a little rocky outcrop. Mm. He's fish and waiting for it to rain. <laughs> the boy's opened his mouth. Like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Just looking like Tom Hanks in Survivor. What, Castaway? What the fuck? Castaway. Cast <laughs> 145 Howard Holt. And then you tell him the shark he's won and then he dies. And then he dies. I can die ha- happy now. I've been clinging to this rock waiting for the sharks when he can't. Now my spirit has been set free. <laughs> Look, all things to think about. All things to think about. A lot to digest there, punters and dribblers. Know that. Know that. Um, be interesting to see how the games go with Origin plays backing up. Who does, who doesn't. Um, can you just go through the games quickly? And I'm just going to say the game, Eddie, and you just pick a winner. Sure. Cows, Dragons. Cows. Yep. Titans, Rabbitohs. Rabbits. Rooster Storm. Rooster Storm. 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 Bronx, Raiders. Bronx. I'm going Raiders. Uh, Knights. Ah, uh, sorry, Manly Tigers. Manly. Is that wait? What time is that? Is that two on Saturday? Yeah, two on Sunday. Because it's a long weekend. So ah, uh, yes, yes, yep. yes. Uh Knights. Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Warriors. Sharks. Sharks. Dogs. Eels. Eels. There you go. It's a pretty easy round to tip. It is. The it easiest is. round to tip. The only one that you can get fucked on is Bronx Raiders. I reckon. And the and rabbits, rabbits could fuck you somehow against the Titans. That wouldn't shock me. No, wouldn't shock me at all. The Raiders Broncos game wouldn't shock me either way. Probably be a draw. And then 
Rabbitohs. Ra- see, the Rabbitohs have been fucking up and down all over the place this year. They haven't impressed me at all. And the Titans, although they've been awful, could get me up into completion, mm. potentially, mm. for a W. Mm. But I think it's a fucking round for the favourites, bro. I've actually yeah. done that on about even all favourites. That's my... Uh, that's my yeah, unit, unit scooper. scooper. Beautiful. About Even is available on YouTube as we speak right now. Also, shout out to Tobler for editing that Magic Round video. Well done, Tobler. Well done. That was good. That Congratulations, mate. Only took him eight years, but it <laughs> Look, was Look, like, all we need to do is just work on your speed. We get him sped up. If we can speed you up, like put you in fast forward, yeah. then I think we're good. We're good. We could pump out two videos a year if we get him fast forward. If we put him into fast forward, we might get two a year, dude. Yeah. Which would be what? Exactly. Exactly, dude. To so put your feet up, you're done for this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You're done for the year. That's Tobler's, he's done for the year. I hope if, not. Well, well hope, hope <laughs> what if we, what if we, what if we doof him some Ridland as well? Would you, is that what, is that, is this a Ridland based thing? I think full circle, we might have to, and I think maybe by us, I think we have Dave here to do it. What else is he for? <laughs> to doof Tobler Ridland when we need him to. Fire him up. Fire him up, Dave. Fire him up. <laughs> Whip out this trusty straw and doof Tobler some Ritalin. We got videos. Kickstart him. We might even put a little, uh, like a little straw holder on the wall behind him. Or like a Pez dispenser. Yeah, you Pez just dispenser. have to do a handstand under and hit a button. <laughs> and it just... Bloop. <laughs> Shout out to Pez dispensers. Yeah. Especially ones that we're going to sort of, you know, remix to pop Ritalin in Tobler's ass. Anyway, I think that's us. You reckon that's us, Eddie? Yeah, dude. I think I think that's. I us. think it's time to. <laughs> I think it's time to pack her up. It up. Yep. Uh, we'll see you Monday, punters, dribblers. See you Monday. All right, punters, dribblers. This is a little bit of bonus extra. We had to come back for. It. We were talking about public holiday and whether we're going to record the potty uh, on a Monday or a Tuesday. We're thinking Tuesday, but now Dave's saying that he on Monday is going to have to drive to Canberra to pick up his dog. Staying at his sister's house. No, at her sister, my dog's sister's house, not right. my sister. So, so the dog is visiting its sister in Canberra. Yep. <laughs> I don't see a problem there. You don't see a problem with that. Uh, have what? you never been to visit a sister's house? Why the house fuck in a would city? you drive your dog to Canberra three hours away <laughs> so it can hang out with its sister? Well, a few reasons there. One of the reasons being that my parents are away, so I'm the only one home and I'm too much of a busy man. Are you and a dog walker? You can't man. look after your I'm own dog. Bu- Dude, I got three assignments due this week. I'm a busy man and state of origin. I'm what do you need tearing. to do with it's the dog? What's it need to do? Two walks a day, fed twice a day. <laughs> Dude, it's not that hard, dude. Well, you know, it's cold. I don't like going outside. Dude, that is it. So um, instead of you looking after the dog, it has gone to Canberra yeah. to hang out with it, its because, sister. Because, I mean, it's a longer story than that because... Uh, my dog's sister's owner's parents, owner's parents, whatever you want to call them. Your dog's sister's owner's. Yeah. Yep. My dog's sister's owner's, they used to live in Randwick. And so we used to see them all the time, get the dogs together for a little play date. And then when one of us went away, like my family or the dog's sister's family, we would look after the other one. But then unfortunately, they moved to Canberra. So that makes it a little more difficult, but still doable. And to be fair, we didn't drop my dog there. Um, my dog's sister's mother was in Sydney, so she picked up the dog and drove her to Canberra. It all makes sense, and it's all very logical and understandable. And completely normal. Yeah, 
very have, is this to do. is this like have, is this a regular thing you dropping the dog in Canberra? Well, they've just only so you can come back and smoke roast up in like, privacy. Yeah. I think it's only and plagiarize assignments. Fucking yeah, we've we've done it twice, but the first time I went away, so it was only my mum that was home, and she's not a big dog person. So I don't understand this Dior Day family thing of like, oh, there's only one person at home, so we can't look after the dog, for starters. But my mum's like, not a big dog person in general. When we got the dog, she was like, it's yours, it's your responsibility, I'm not doing it. She is actually too busy to do it. She actually does Yeah, she hard. probably has some good... I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Would, I, would, uh, I would never assume that Mama Bloom doesn't have shit to do. Mm. I don't understand yours necessarily, because <laughs> you are the dog walker of the family. Do these do these I'd dogs be surprised if there isn't a spare twenty minutes morning and night like you hanging can, around? Oh, it's got to be forty. You're not at least. that like unless you're Elon Musk, bro. You're not that busy. You're not no, that I'm busy. way cooler. I feel there's, like we've already been through no that. Way. I'm way better than Elon. Musk. So anyone that says I'm too busy for twenty minutes morning Mate, and night it's is at least an hour and a half per day. Two walks, at least an hour and a half. Together. I still think you've got that time in your day. Personally. You reckon you you walk your dog for an hour and a half morning and night? Like minimum forty minutes each time. Yeah, I know. Like, but you don't have to. If you're if you're like, I'm so fucking busy, you could you could cut it to twenty. I guess I could, but yeah. I could also cut which it to, isn't that. I long. could also cut it to zero, which is what I did. Clearly, but I, you haven't because it's fucking six hour round trip to to, <laughs> to Canberra. That's true. All the fucking now you got to drive to Canberra to get this. Thing. You've actually fucked yourself, and you've fucked your Monday. And you could, for, for, like, you, instead of driving to fucking Cameron back in one day, which I've done when I used to deliver alcohol, it's not fun. You could have just done a couple of walks and just cruised. So you have no re- relation to this family other than they share a dog, like, they own the dog. We had never met you. them before, and one day they just happened to take their dog when they were a lot younger into the same vet that we took our dog, and they were like, oh... This one looks a lot like that one. And they kind of did the Dioring and they were like, oh, same date of birth, same breeder, and put us in touch. And so you just contacted these people and went, hey, we have dogs that, were, that are related. I can't remember if we sent the first text or if they did, but essentially, yeah. This is the most dribbly fucking... Ella has Tonka's brother's parent owner on Instagram. <laughs> Do they hang out? Never. <laughs> do do when they when these two dogs catch up, do they act like brother and sister or sister and sister? They oh, act like siblings. Absolutely, they're like all over each other. They don't stop. I've I'll always wondered that. It is very cute. Do like, you reckon dogs know that it's their sibling or nah? Yeah. Well, I think that smell was originally used to determine like familial relations so you don't end up chonging a relative and having like you know kids that are you know you know yeah so (laughs) i assume that dogs like dogs don't fuck their siblings as far as i'm aware no they don't fuck their siblings is this them that's them that's very cute evie the grudel i love that you've got the personalized uh the well that that's the sister that's not my dog evie's the sister my dog's cosmo which are they both in this photo yeah, that's two Oh, dogs. Cosmo Grudel's also got his own Instagram. Yeah, my dad runs that. I don't. I bet Your you... Your dad runs it? My dad runs the dog's Instagram. How, yeah. when's, the, when's the last post for Cosmo the Grudel? Um, I'll find it. I hope they know their siblings because that'll warm my heart, even though I think this is an absurd ex- way to spend your time. Oh, they definitely know their siblings. They're all over each other. This is uh, Cosmo Grudel. 354 followers. He's following more than he's getting followed. You need to you need to up his content, probably <laughs> hashtags and shit. When was the last post? 
the last post was a week ago. Okay, so dad's keeping up. Oh, yeah, dad keeps up. Dad's regularly... This, this was the last post. Bed hair. Great from Papa Blue. <laughs> Papa Blue. We love it. Uh, look, Evie, the Grudelist sister, liked the photo as well. So that's good. She's on the gram. You gotta tell She's your, active. You got to tell your dad that it's considered highly uncouth to be following more than you follow by. <laughs> yeah. He's got to get more. He's got to get his followers uncouth. up. I got to get those ratios back. He's got to get his followers up. Yeah. For Cosmo. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing for Cosmo when she's in the dog park and they're looking exactly. at her. Exactly. Like, Wait, is Cosmo oh, a guy or a girl? Cosmo's a girl. Okay. Forgive me. That's I okay. Don't ever misgender my dog again. Well, give it a chick's name then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm blown away that you're doing that. Like, I if I get you know what I get it if you lived in the same city more. Although I still think it's wild that you've like just gone and cold called the family and been like, hey, a dog's your fucking dog's sister. Well, Evie, the sister, her mother is a vet. So she's all into her dogs and like, it's great to have her because we've got no fucking clue. This is the first time we've ever had a dog. So we just ask her any questions about the dog. Like, what should we feed her? Like, this is happening. Should we be worried? And she's just sorted us. So it's worked out well. I wonder if she sees them as like this fucking family she's unfortunately acquired who are just like hitting her up for free vet advice. I'm like, oi, can we have our dog come hang out? You're like, Jesus Christ. I think you're being unfair. I think she loves it because the dog's having a good time. She's dropped Evie at us a number of times. No, that's nice. I like that the dogs get on. I think that's lovely. Yeah. Like, you know, as I said, if they like, is that them? Yeah, they're they're in there. Oh, Rivergum Beach Party. I think this was one of their birthday parties. Look at the Grudels. The Grudel's getting This now. was one of their birthday parties at the beach where all the Grudel friends came. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so good. Love that. Well, drive safe, Dave. Thanks. Drive safe, drive bro. Safe. I'm hoping I can meet them halfway, but also I don't want to ruin their public holidays. So yeah, we'll Dave, you, you can't, can't ask them if you can meet them halfway <laughs> after they've looked after your dog, dude. <laughs> this nah, fucking bro. guy. You can't do <laughs> after that, After they've looked after your dog all weekend so you can basically pull yourself off and smoke cones. You don't have time to walk your dog. Can they meet you halfway? So where you're going to have to get you're to drive to Goulburn or some shit. It's um, Sutton Forest Mackers is where we met before. Oh, so you've done... You've got yeah, four. Yeah, we've done a halfway before, yeah. Oh, my God. Shout out to them. <laughs> beautiful people. Beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah, tell you what, there could be a rom-com in there if you start dating someone from their family, Dave. <laughs> Dude, that is a good rom-com. Where your dog's siblings owner, they, mm. you know? And so your dogs become like sisters, but also sisters again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Think about it. About that. That is now us. <laughs> bye bye. We had to come back for that. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>